Welcome back to another episode of Life's a Garden. Today's guest is one of my very favorite bartenders in the city of Billings. He is a fellow Denver sports fan. You can catch him at Hooligan Sports Bar, Montana Brewing, not only serving up the beers, but also he helps make them. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show, Gabe Tom. What's up, buddy? Let's crack them. Yeah, cheers, man. Montucky. I haven't had one of these in a while. Actually, you know what's funny? I think the last time I had one of these was in Denver. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Cheers, man. Cheers to you. Ooh, that is good. Really? Better than uh, your favorite? With oh Coors, yeah, no, 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 <laughs> <laughs> doesn't it, even come close. I don't know about that, man. This is good. Like it's eight percent, right? Oh no, it says eight percent back to local. Oh, that's tricky. Uh huh. Yeah, if you if you didn't really read it, you would definitely think eight percent. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Back to local causes, though. Yeah. yeah. No, it's a. What kind of beer did you say it was? It's a lager. Mm. Yeah, just kind of like. Coors, something like that. Sure. Yeah. Nice. I'm well, not a, I'm not a big blogger guy, but I know you are. I am, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like the darker beers, huh? You like the mm-hmm. uh, the more craft beers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Stouts, the Scottish Ales, Belgians are probably one of my favorite styles. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. And anything, then... Anything over 5% alcohol. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I'm not a big session drinker like you. Yeah, yeah. See, that's how, take, that's you can take down like ten. That's my problem. Is I I'm a volume. I drink in volume, not in uh not for pleasure as much. I guess it is for pleasure, but like. Yeah. Although when I'm drinking craft beers, like they don't go down like like Coors, you know. Like I I sip them. Yeah. And, <laughs> and they, because two or three in, I'm. Uh, yeah, it's like a heavy dessert kind of. It is, yeah. yeah. So you got to tell me, man, because yeah. you just got back from Vegas. Oh yeah, yeah. We haven't had a chance to talk about it. How was it? You have a good time? <laughs> oh yeah, we bought drugs, got strippers, <laughs> with the bought whole... a tiger. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, no. It was a surprise birthday for my my lady's thirtieth. Oh, birthday. cool. Yeah. And uh, where'd you guys stay? Uh, we stayed at the Virgin Hotel. Okay. It's uh, converted from the, the Hard Rock. Oh, okay. The old Hard Rock, yeah. And, uh, yeah, they, most of the people stayed there. Um, we got about 20 people oh, all wow. together. Yeah, and she only knew, like, four were coming, so all 16 others were a surprise. surprise. That's yeah. super cool. And it was just like one after another. One would pop behind a machine and surprise her, and she's like, oh, my God. And then, like, 30 minutes later, someone else would show up. They'd text me, and I'd be like, all right, I got to make another surprise attempt on her. So That's super cool, yeah, man. It, was, it just kept rolling and rolling throughout the day. It was pretty It was pretty cool. It was special. 
Were you just you were just there for like three day weekend or? Yeah, yeah, we left Friday, got back Monday. Cool. So, any uh, shows or anything like that? Yeah, we saw Lies on Stage by Michael Carbonaro. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the uh, Carbonaro effect, the TV. Yeah, on right? ne- on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I I I like his stuff. I good live actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't like crazy uh, magic tricks or anything. It was mostly like cards and, but uh, it was it was pretty funny, kind of like the TV show. And then he pranks people in his show. Oh, okay. Kind of, kind of like the Netflix series too. So he just like gets people in the audience, or yeah, yeah. So they're, <laughs> I don't. Spoiler alert for anyone that's going to see it. <laughs> I don't know if I should. I'll go for it. Spoil the magic. That's that's not cool. Well, fair enough. <laughs> but he definitely pranked one guy that he brought up from the crowd really bad. Really? Yeah. He just he like made him leave and then talk to the crowd and was like, "All right, when he comes back, pretend he's invisible." You know? Oh, okay. That okay. sort of thing. And then everyone, he's like up on the stage and he didn't. He he believed he was invisible to everyone. Which was how crazy. how old older guy, younger guy? Yeah, he's like thirty. Okay, like, yeah, like us. Well, that's like a I know that's a yeah. uh, like a internet prank too. Like a lot of people do that where they cover <laughs> the person with a blanket. Everybody in the in the uh, audience is in on it. Yeah, it was, it was similar to that. Yeah, that's that's funny. <laughs> so. Um, Win any money? Did you do some gambling? Yeah, I brought 350, came back with zero. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, three days will do that. Yeah, but I didn't go to the ATM. That's that's rule number one, you know. Dude, those ATMs, they charge like 10 bucks for you to pull out there. Really? Yeah. Oh. I, I remember the last time I was there, it was just like, it was like eight to 10 bucks charge. I was just like, what? Yeah. Yeah, the the drinks out there are super expensive too, dude. Everything is over. Unless you're in the casino, then they're free, obviously. Yeah, if you're gambling. But but then it's like, I remember drinks, food, like nothing. You couldn't do anything for less than twenty bucks. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. It's just spendy, spendy. Oh, we saw Meow Wolf there too. Have you ever heard of that? Uh-uh. Oh man, it's like a modern art piece sort of thing with a puzzle behind it and it's all these different rooms with crazy designs everywhere it's just it'd be really good to go there like hi oh really <laughs> yeah that's what i mean that's what most people say you know you you want to i don't but you know if you were like smoking, it would enhance smoking some herb or something you walked in there Enhance the blow, experience. Pretty, blow your mind. <laughs> yeah, I bet. For sure. Huh. I'd have to check I'll have to check into that. Yeah, That's interesting. Meow wolf. Yeah, look it up. Huh. I need to talk into this mic. Oh, you're a good man. <laughs> uh they're pretty they're pretty good at picking stuff up. Cool. Um Right on. So just a totally good time. I saw the I saw some pictures and it it looked like a lot of fun. Yeah. We gotta go That's down nice. there for a Broncos Raiders game. Ooh, yeah. God, that'd be a blast. Oh yeah. I don't know if I can swing it this year. I got a lot of trips already coming up, but yeah, maybe next year would be. Do you hate the Raiders more than that they're in Las Vegas? No, I actually like them more. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hate them as much. Well, what's funny is I never really hated them. Like you know, obviously the Raiders are probably the biggest rival to the Broncos, or at least like that fan base is a very big rival. I've noticed, but. 
growing up, I never had that that feeling. Maybe a little bit. Mostly because I just can't stand Raider fans more than I can't stand the team. But my whole life, the Raiders were never a big threat. Mm-mm. Like, this might be the most competitive looking they've been in a long time. Yeah. And still not even that competitive. <laughs> right. I would... Everybody's... <laughs> Sorry, Raiders. Well, it's hard, to, it's hard to say because everybody in our division is just so stacked and good now. And everyone's like... I mean, everyone was kind of down on the Broncos for a while. And now all the odds makers are... They're changing their tune, and a lot of the analysts are hyping us up a little more than they they were right when we got Wilson, even when we had him. And then they're talking about Carr like he's, you know, I I think Carr is definitely the worst quarterback in the division, but he's still a good quarterback. He was a top five pass, you know, passing yard guy. I don't know. I just, uh, I would still put them at the bottom. The Raiders? Yeah. Yeah. I think that the Broncos did pass them with this season. I think so. Like, and the problem is with most analyst, analysts and stuff like that is they don't really. I don't think they understand the depth that we have, and like, because we never really get to show off the talent with our receivers. And that's my criticism too. I don't know if I believe in them yet. Really? Yeah. I mean, everyone talks about the offense. I'm like, they haven't proven anything to me. See, I I think we're sneaky good. Like mm, Judy, maybe. Judy's one of those guys that has to actually redeem himself and actually prove himself. But I think Sutton has more than proven himself. Tim Patrick might be the best receiver on our team, which is weird to say. Ooh. I think, dude, he is Ooh. good. He doesn't drop balls. That's sad. <laughs> but I think he's under. I think he's underratedly good. Yeah. And then, and then you got Hamler, who was out all last year. We'll see how Albert O does at at tight end. That'll be interesting to see. And then the running back game is is solid too. Javante Williams. Yeah, I think that's their best piece. It is, and Honestly. and also an, an unknown piece that you know we only have one year's worth of film on him. So it'll be interesting to see how they how they shake it up. But um, no, I with the Raiders. Them moving to Vegas really did make me like him a little bit more. Yeah, because it's it's a an easy. I mean, I'll I would go to Vegas every weekend before I'd go to Oakland once. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like absolutely. I w- I had never intended on going to a Raiders game on the road. No. Now I I would do it frequently. Yeah, gotta feel bad for the Oakland fan base. Mm. Not really. Not really. No. I mean, I, I have such bad like sports hate. Really, sports hate. Yeah. I I hate all teams from California. I don't hate Californians. I don't hate the state that much, but I hate all their teams. Uh huh. Them and Boston. Okay. So, so if if California loses a team, that's good in my book. You know. They, yeah. They have too many teams in every sport already. Dude, it's obnoxious. Montana has zero. I know. I mean, we're just not. <laughs> give, give us one of those, you know? I know. And, yeah, it's true. They have, what, three? No, f- four basketball teams. Four basketball teams. Yeah. Three hockey teams. Uh... The Ducks, the Sharks, and the Kings. Yep, yep. How many? One, two. What, is it like four s- baseball teams. No, I think there's probably Five? Five? Well, you got yeah, the two LA so teams, three in the Rockies division, or the NL West. 
Yeah. The San Diego. Oh, and the Padres. The yeah. Dodgers, Padres. You're right. There are five. Yeah. Because the then you Giants. got the, the A's and the Giants. The A's. Is, is that only four? And then you got the two LA teams, the Angels and the. Oh, the, the Angels. Yep. They got five. That's crazy. And now they got. That's so not fair. And dude. three football teams. Yeah. And they did have four. Yeah. <laughs> That's obnoxious. New York seems to have a lot too, though. Yeah. Although not, I mean, two in each for New York City, and then Buffalo has just the one, right? No, they got the Sabers too. And oh hockey. yeah, Buffalo, New York, New York. Yep. It's pretty much it. Pretty much is always New York, California, Texas, and yeah, Florida. They have multiple teams in every league. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it makes sense. They're the biggest markets, but yeah, and populations. But every state should have a team. Why not? Yeah, I've, I mean, Port- Portland's got the Blazers. Oklahoma's got the Thunder. Wouldn't that be one hell of a league if one league had one team from every state? That would be kind of cool. That would be pretty sweet. I feel like baseball would be the one to do that. Yeah, I mean, they have like 30 in the in baseball, right? I think so, yeah. And basketball's got 31. 32. 30, 32, yeah. They're, yeah. they're talking about expanding for two more teams. Yeah. They're thinking about going uh, one in Vegas and one in and bringing back. Yeah, we could Seattle. leave out. We could leave out Alaska and Hawaii, right? Too much traveling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> These poor athletes have to travel. Give me a break, dude. They have it so easy. When they were talking about possibly putting an NFL team in London, I was like, "That is the worst idea I've ever heard." First of all, I mean, yeah, it's not the International Football League, and then also it's like. Think about no matter what, somebody has to travel over like whatever six time zones, maybe more. Either they're coming back or going to. That's just so so crazy to think about. Like the jet, you'd have to get there a week before to acclimate. Yeah, it it wouldn't work. I don't, I don't think. think so. No, just keep doing what they're doing and do like two or three games a year. We're playing in London this year. Yeah, keep it in America. Yeah, <laughs> and then they have a game in Germany this year too. Germany and then Mexico City. So there's like five international games. Germany. Yeah, Munich. Wow. I didn't hear that. I think it's the Bucks and somebody else. Yeah, maybe the Seahawks or something like that. Yeah. Hmm. Dude, I can't. Drew Lock. I, <laughs> I Tom Brady cannot wait for football season. Yeah. Like this might be the most. It's it's probably the most anticipated I've been for football. Since we won the Super Bowl. Since Manning. Yeah. Yeah. Because even even the season after, you know, it w- there was some hype just because we were coming off the Super Bowl. Yeah. Still stressful not having him and, and the unknown. But, man, these last, what, five? Is it five years? Have just been the most. They've, yeah. Just they've, they've been dull. Heartbreaking. Just dull. That's, that's a great word for it. Yeah. Like, not exciting. Yeah, I mean, I, I still get excited, but then by the time, like, three weeks into it, I'm just like, all right, like, I'll, I'm still in it because I love watching all football, and then you got fantasy yeah. football and stuff, and yeah. I'm always the hopeful, you know, fan. I'm always, uh, yeah, the optimist, but it's, it's kind of telling and really bad when the last, like, five years, I haven't been interested in drafting any Bronco hmm. for my fantasy team. Yeah. Haven't been. Have you? Well. I can't think of a Bronco that excited me, so I didn't draft a Bronco 
in five years. Well, and it makes sense because, I mean, the biggest thing is why would you, first of all, why would you draft a quarterback? Because none of them are predictable. There's no reason to draft a receiver because you need a good quarterback to make a receiver good in fantasy. We never had that. Mm-hmm. I think I took Javante. I definitely took Philip Lindsay a couple years, and I took I, I tried. I would have taken Javante last year because I had a, I had a good feeling about him. Yeah, their defense would have been one I took last yeah, year. Defense is draftable, I guess. Yeah, but even still, it's tough because they're in such a tough division that you know there's going to get points scored. Mm-hmm. They have yeah. us listed as I think the second or third best defense this year, mm. which is pretty. Impressive and and it, they they were so down on us. I don't know why they were just so down on us early on, and now they're starting to kind of come back around. Like mm, this might be a team to watch for. Yeah, I think the they'll, Chiefs are going to be they'll be more interesting and better. I think the Chiefs, maybe nine. What they got seventeen games, so nine and eight for us. Yeah, I'm ho- I'm more hopeful than that. Nine and eight, dude. I got us going. At least double digits, ten. All right, all right. But but you know what? I'll we'll have a bet right here. <laughs> okay, my I I'll say eleven. I think an eleven game winning season. All right, I'll be the pessimist. You'll I'll, go nine. I'll nine's the top. Still still a winning record though. Yeah, nine and eight. I'll give it to them. I I got. They a, have a lot of proving to do for me, man. <laughs> oh, for sure, and and I agree, and it. it I'm not gonna be that that biased fan that's like oh we got this in the bag because we got russ it's still gonna be tough because we got a new coach new quarterback a whole new coaching staff now new ownership and all this you know it's like there's a lot of moving parts right now so it wouldn't shock me if we weren't just like this powerhouse this year for sure plus like i said we're in the toughest division i do think the chiefs are going to take a step backwards Mm -hmm. and i think I think there's a good chance the Chargers, they have the Chargers as like one of the best teams in the league. I think that could potentially uh, happen. It could go one. It could. It's going to go either way. You know, obviously there's only two ways for it to go, but it wouldn't shock me if they dropped the ball and ended up being like a losing more games than what's predicted. Mm. Let's say that maybe maybe a six seed or something like that, a wild card, not winning the division. Yeah, it wouldn't shock me. The Chargers are very good at at uh, peacocking and then floundering <laughs> yeah. shortly after. Mm. It all kind of depends on the quarterback, really. And that's with every team. God, I'm drawing a blank on the quarterback's name. Herbert. Herbert. I'm going to go out on a limb. MVP. Okay. I mean, that's. I don't hate that. I don't I hate th- that. I think he's MVP. Broncos 9-8. and eight. Mm-hmm. These are my uh, early hot takes. Early predictions. Early hot takes. Hmm, if I was gonna go, no reason. I don't give any back of reasons. I just think it's his time, man. MVP. I think Herbert. I think MVP is going to be Baker Mayfield. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Oh god. <laughs> no, I. I yeah, that was a shocker, dude. <laughs> I couldn't tell you who I think it's gonna be a quarterback, but. I couldn't tell you who I think it's going to be. It's too early. Mm-hmm. But what do you think of that Baker situation? That might be the absolute most Browns move I've seen in my whole life. They finally get a franchise quarterback 
who's bringing in revenue and bringing in stars. Like they're they're building a team around this guy. And what do they do? They piss him off by going and getting a quarterback who, yes, is better, but has a lot of baggage with him and might not even play still. And then ship him off to another team for a fifth round pick. <laughs> Like he's worth way more than a fifth round pick, but they just had to unload him, and and Deshaun might not even play this year. Deshaun, yeah, that was a crazy move, and now bogus move, and now Browns move. That's a total Browns move. It's the most Browns, the move. most Browns move you can make. It's so boneheaded. Oh, yeah. No wonder they're the dogs because yeah, they're. Brains are just that, full of bones. That's like a Colorado Rockies move. Too. It is. It it is. <laughs> they just they're like, here's this Here's Nolan Arnado here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll pay you a million to take him. No, they paid they paid them multiple millions. Sorry. Like if you can't tell we're huge Colorado fans. Yeah, yeah, no. N- nothing to apologize <laughs> for that. Right. Except for maybe oh, being Rockies fans. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers to that. Hey, and cheers to the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, baby. Champs, man. So cool. That's right. It's, it's, that's the first uh, championship I've seen. Well, it's only the second championship I've ever seen any of my teams. Really? Yeah. How old are you? 34. Okay, so you've, you, you were around for, like, for the uh, first Broncos, the two Broncos. Yeah, I remember and, those two. And the Avs. With Alloway. Yep. See, I, I was obviously alive, but I just wasn't paying attention. Yeah, you weren't like a fan then. Yeah. yeah. So I missed out on those and then got the Broncos in 50. And then now the, the Avs, those are the only two championships I've ever really seen. Yeah, what, remind me, what, what made you become Colorado fan? So it started with, the Broncos. Yeah. Um I so like a lot of kids, I feel like you kind of become a fan of a team just because you have one piece of merchandise. Yeah. <laughs> and that team for me was the Miami Dolphins. I had like a little Miami Dolphins foam finger that somebody just gifted to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I guess I'm a Dolphins fan, you know, whatever. And that was and I never watched games. I I just said I was a Dolphins fan because I had yeah. that thing, you know. And then once I started kind of getting more interested in football, I knew my sister and a lot of her family were Packers fans, and I didn't want to be a Packers fan, mm. but I knew that John Elway had beaten the Packers in the Super Bowl, and I was like, hmm, let me look into this John Elway guy. <laughs> Come to find out, he is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, and obviously at this point when I'm becoming a fan, he had already retired. But you know, I start like looking more into the into the history a little bit, and I'm like, I think I'm a Broncos fan, and my uncle was a Chargers fan, so we had the little rivalry with that. Yeah. Um, but nobody else in my family before me were Broncos fans. Like, I I became a Broncos fan because a lot of times, you know, you you end up kind of just liking the team that your family likes or following yeah. along or whatever whatever your parents push on you. But that never really happened to me. I got I got to choose my own, and that's what I chose. Was and it worked out too because they're on the TV all the time, so we get to see them all the time. And then at that point, I was just kind of like, you know, I think I'll just stick with Denver sports, like Nuggets, Avs, Rockies. Like, yeah. Let's just keep it in one place, and yeah, I'm happy I did that. <laughs> For sure. One of my good friends, uh, he's a Packers fan, mm-hmm. a Braves, Atlanta Braves. 
uh, Orlando Magic. Mm. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, it's just all over this, all over the country. Like, which is also somewhat. Uh, I mean, there's certain small reasons that sent them those directions. I don't. You know, well, and that's cool too because you get a little bit of variety, but. For me, I feel like it's so nice to have everything in one. And it is nice that Denver has all four major yeah. sports. But it's like, and they're close to here. So it's an easy drive to go see some games. But you could also catch a Rockies game and an Avs game at the same time. Two different days apart or whatever. And it's yeah. just cool that you can see multiple of your teams in the same place. For sure. So I definitely enjoy that. And you became a Broncos fan. or Yeah, I don't think maybe you've ever told me how you became a Denver sports oh, fan. I yeah. know you lived there for a while. Yeah, I was born in uh, Boulder. Okay, that's right. That's right. Yeah, and I grew up in Evergreen, Colorado. So okay. I'm, yeah. See, I couldn't remember. because so I was just location, boring story, but. <laughs> well, I knew I knew you lived in Philly, and, and maybe my brain just couldn't remember which came first. Yeah. But I'm, you moved to Philly for a little while and then came here, right? Yeah, yeah. To Montana. Oh, yeah. It's awesome here. How long have you lived here? Uh, over a year now. So That's right. Not too long. A little over a year. And you're liking it? Oh, yeah. Nice. Well, I know you're super it's... outdoorsy, and yeah, we have a lot of that. Yeah. Oh, and a lot of freedoms out here. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Yeah. That, Montana's pretty cool. They're just like, we're just going to stay out of your business, you know? You can do your thing. Yeah. I love That's it, what's man. great about living here, you know? So... Give me some some tales from Denver then when you're growing growing up in Denver. What are some like? You said Evergreen is where you grew up. Yeah, went to high school there. Yep, Evergreen High School Cougars. Did you play sports? Yeah, soccer. Oh, nice. Yeah, one of the sports I don't really follow, which is weird, but <laughs> that's it, that's what I played. It definitely doesn't have like the draw here. That no, it's the media coverage too. Right, that transforms the mind. Mm-hmm. It, definitely, it, it would definitely be more you enticing know? if it was on all the time. Yeah, yeah. If you, if it was on ESPN or whatever, Fox Sports, you know, maybe more people would be into it. Yeah. Well, and then but, a lot of those international games, they don't they don't start until like way late in the or early in the morning. Yeah, they're usually at like ten in the morning mm-hmm. out here. So, you know, I see sometimes I see some people at the bar watching soccer. You know, they'll ask me to turn on the. Tottenham game or you know Chelsea or yeah and you're like huh yeah <laughs> like nobody ever asked for this who no I know but uh yeah growing up in Colorado was was pretty cool and then it got way too populated for me you know yeah it's so many people have moved there so when did you move out of Colorado uh four years ago oh yeah so that was like right when because when did, when did the the weed thing be, that was like right before uh, we won the Super Bowl. Huh? The weed legalization. No, that was right before we uh, we played the Seahawks in the Super Bowl. So that would have been like 2013. Yeah, it was probably about 10 years ago. I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's yeah. when it really started just booming. Yeah, it seems like it accelerated pretty quickly after that, and then just hasn't stopped. <laughs> yeah. The traffic is pretty rough, but. Um, it's still beautiful. Oh yeah! Don't not take anything away from that. It's always been my home but, away from home. Yeah, yeah, and then all the families back there. It's so it's great visiting still for, but we're happy here. Right on. Know. 
if you'll have us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Me and my <laughs> lady. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. that's that's awesome. And then you moved to Philadelphia because of uh, uh my wife, she was going to uh graduate school. That's at, right. At Penn. Oh. I know. Very nice. She's making the bacon. <laughs> How was uh the... Yeah, what she do? Um uh, right now she's um working with a company called Lados. Okay. And they're developing this technology that implant implants and like right on top of your skull that will detect seizures before it happens. Whoa. Yeah, so she's like going through a bunch of patients in a study, making sure that they can qualify for the study and then communicating between the doctors and the patients, going over records and everything. So just kind of making this project go smoother. Interesting. And, uh, yeah, she, she's a very smart woman, and I love her. That's pretty high tech, yeah. man. That's a, that's a that's a big gig, man. Yeah. And then you're you're. Are you a brewmaster at this point? Assistant brewer, but okay. pursuing that, yes. That's that's a cool yeah. gig too, man. <laughs> Thanks, dude. What all goes into that? What goes into it? Yeah, yeah. As like far as brewing, the process of of brewing a craft beer. Oh my god! On on the scale, <laughs> yeah. On the scale that you guys do, because I. Right, right. I've kind of no, seen true. the backyard ones, but... Yeah, it's, it's much more uh, elaborate than that. Um, so every brew starts off with, you know, your ingredients. You got the malt, um, water, and that's all it is to start. So you just have your malt, your grains. You can throw in wheat or oatmeal or whatever specialty grains go in certain types of beer. And you put it into this... It's called a a mash tun and then you put hot water on top of it and so you almost make like an oatmeal like consistency and it's called a mash mm-hmm. um so that goes for about an hour and you let it just sit there and then the, the uh, hot temperatures like leaches the sugars out of the grain for you and then you kind of have to strain it through this this column and you're pretty much extracting sugar water. So you're getting all the sugars from the grains and then the water. And that's what you call wort. So it's like unfermented beer at that point. And then you send it into the kettle and you got to boil it for at least 90 minutes. Um, Some places do two hours. Um, And then you have hops. That's when you add your hop additions. So you put in a, most most places use hop pellets now. Oh, okay. Which is like the hop flour, you know, the hop cones. They're kind of ground down and compressed into mm-hmm. almost like powdery pellets. You throw those in, and then they kind of dissolve in there, and, and it does the same thing as like just whole hops, but they're a whole lot easier to work with. Um, so you do your boil, your additions into the boil, and then from there you send it into fermenters. And that's where you add the yeast, um, which is the crucial part, <laughs> obviously, to making beer. Uh, the yeast go in, eat the sugars, and poop out alcohol. Which is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, they don't really have sphincters or butts, but you know, it's, they excrete alcohol. Yeah. But only if it's closed off from oxygen. Ah, yeah. So that's why you have those big steel sealed off fermenters. You know, and they're just left to their devices. But you have to, 
Because they not only produce alcohol, they produce carbon dioxide. Oh yeah, so you gotta like. So if you didn't, if you had it completely sealed, it'd blow up, right? Mm-hmm. And there'd be too much pressure pushing on the on the tank. So you gotta have a blow off, or it's this tube that comes down into the sanitary bucket or sanit, you know, bucket. It pushes the gas out through the sanitary bucket, so nothing gets back into the tank. Yeah. But it has positive pressure pushing out that CO two. And then while the yeast are doing their whole thing in there, and you, and it usually goes from like seven to ten days in there until they're done eating. Mm-hmm. And when they're done eating, you have the alcohol in there. It's just not super carbonated yet. Um, so you pretty much have the flavor of your beer at that point. Um, but it takes another step. You send it to a bright tank where you can kind of finish up the beer. You know, you cool it down to like thirty-four degrees in there. Um, and you can also do a forced carbonation in there, which is what most breweries do. You know, if you're doing a home home brew, you won't be doing that. Gotcha. Um, because you probably don't have a carb stone, which is what forces the CO2 into the solution. Huh. And that's what carbonates the beer. Okay. Um, so the, it's called a bright tank. That's like the finishing tank. And you force carbonate it. And... Uh, then you can keg it off or can it or bottle it or whatever you want to do with it. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a if you're a plumber, <laughs> you, oh man, you'd be more, you'd be better suited to, to brewing <laughs> really? than most people. Yeah. There's a lot of piping, a lot of valves, a lot of, it's a, a lot to learn Mechan- mechanically, you know, and I went for, by, uh, cellular biology in college so i understand like the biology behind it all but i didn't have like the mechanical side down very well and i'm still working on all that but but getting there yeah so so brewing's pretty awesome you know and the, i'm in the brewery all with greg the master brewer there he's an awesome guy um really enjoy working with him uh at montana brewing company yeah Hell so, yeah. Yeah. Greg Lehman, he's awesome. Um and he really has helped me, you know, he's been patient and shown me and te- he's a great teacher too. He goes through everything very meticulously and helps you out. You, you know? kinda have to, man. Like and I'm sure I like, know, yeah. You could screw things up real bad in a brewery. I if imagine you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, and I imagine at the volume you're probably producing at a mistake would be detrimental to yeah, to just like a huge amount of alcohol you're trying to produce. Because mm-hmm. like, how much do you produce in one batch? Um, our yield varies from seventeen to twenty kegs. Damn. And each keg is about thirty-one gallons. Yeah. Uh, so they're they're half barrel kegs, and each batch we we brew is um, yeah, it usually starts about like. 12 barrels but all the the hop materials and everything else that's in there kind of soaks up some of that beer and then there's beer that's lost when you're like kegging it off too and um so you end up with about 20 kegs down to 17 which is about 10 barrels of yield damn that's still a lot though yeah and how much do you produce a like or how many 
cycle, or I guess I'm trying to think how to word this in a month. Like how how many uh, how many brews? Yeah, yeah. Uh, at least one a week. So I'd say six. Gotcha. About six brews a month. So what would that equate to? Six times twenty. No, yeah. Six times twenty is one hundred and twenty kegs. Damn, that's crazy. A that's, month. That's a lot, man. And then, just about, yeah. And how many? Uh, how many big? What did you call those? The uh, the bright tanks or the fermenters? Both of them. Yeah. How many of those does that place have? Oh, uh, we got five fermenters and damn, and two bright tanks. And they each do know. a different beer, or? Uh, yeah. So there are fifteen barrel capacity on those, and we filmed about eleven or twelve. Um, well, sorry. What was the question? <laughs> oh, how like does each one of those produce a different kind of beer? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have all different types of beers, and I'm usually, you know, because you're running out of one style at the bar, you know, because we just what we do is we just keg them right there, and then put it in the restaurant, you know. Where some breweries they go a step further and they'll can and bottle, mm-hmm. and then uh, ship out and distribute but yeah we mostly mostly keep it in house we do have some kegs around town you know at some taps so other bars ordering it and mm-hmm. serving there mm-hmm. right on dude that that's really interesting stuff and we won a gold and bronze medal at the north american brewers association this year that's so right I'm man Congrats. Super stoked about that and uh yeah we make great beer it's really good which one was it that won the uh uh, the Sandbagger Gold took home gold. Nice. Yeah. And the Custer's Last Stout took home the bronze. And we'll be entering, uh, the Great American Beer Fest later this year, too, so. Cool, man. Yeah. That's, that's really exciting, too. I know. I'm going to go down. I'm excited. Where's that at? It's in Denver. Oh. Yeah, the competition's in Denver, so. Cool. We'll be going down there in October. Nice. Yeah. That'll be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I might actually be going down there in October as well. I don't remember. I'm going down for the Broncos Jets game, I believe. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what oh, it really? is. Let me just see. What's your away game? You go to one away game each year. I am going to Nashville. Oh. I am so stoked for that. Yeah. That's going to be just a good time all all around. And a competitive game. The Titans are a tough team. But yeah, yeah, I'm for sure. I'm excited to go to Nashville. Like that's usually what I base it around is, is uh, what city you want to go to? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's got to be a fun city. Yeah, that Jets game is October 23rd. Okay. So I don't know when your thing is, but that'd be kind of cool if we were down there at the same yeah, time. Yeah, ours is a little earlier. Oh, gotcha. I think it's like the 10th or the 13th. I could be making that up, but <laughs> that'll be fun though. Yeah. I know. Hopefully, you guys take home another gold. Yeah, this this one's a lot. It's a lot bigger competition. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, it's the biggest. Um, yeah. So, you gonna go to the brew fest tomorrow? Brew fest or uh, the brews and barbecues? Oh no, I gotta work, man. What time? Well, what time do you get off? Uh, five o'clock. I think it goes till ten. Mm, maybe if you and the lady want to come out, I, I'm gonna be down there. We might, we might go rafting tomorrow. Oh, gotcha. But I'm not sure. But we'll do something tomorrow night. Well, that's if what it I... rains again like today, 
We'll be doing that. So we won't be rafting in that crap. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy today. Yeah. yeah. Where are you going to go rafting at? It's Yellowstone. Okay. Yeah, Yellowstone River. That'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah, you're definitely way more outdoorsy than I am. I don't. Uh, I haven't <laughs> been on the river yet. Well, it's <laughs> also I, been really I miss high. It. Yeah. It's been a rough year for the river, so. It has, dude. But you guys do hiking and all that stuff. Like, yeah, you don't? Um, I do do but not like you guys you guys are more really outdoors people know. you know like i i am an indoor cat yeah <laughs> i like the uh like the great indoors yeah exactly nature nature just wants to do everything it can to kill you <laughs> well mosquitoes for sure animals freaking screw those fuck those things weather yeah all that stuff it's and I and I'm, I'm I'm not built for it. I'm pale as a ghost, and oh yes, you are. Dude. <laughs> Come on, don't get me wrong. I like going out and doing some fishing and and hitting the river and stuff like that. Like yeah. I'm just not like the go getter of like let's go do it every weekend, you know? Yeah, and that's fine. Like everybody has their thing, and I I definitely understand the people that like it. You know, it's uh-huh. it's it's enticing. I'm just not one of those people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's a great state for getting out there. Oh, uh, for I've, sure. I haven't seen anything yet. <laughs> seen Red Lodge like 10 times, which is amazing. Red Lodge is nice. Oh man, it's so great. You been to Bozeman at all? Uh, I haven't explored there much. Our vets out there, so <laughs> Oh, really? That's about all I I've, I've done some vet trips there. Uh. Um, been to Mountains Walking Brewery out there. Okay, okay. That was awesome. You guys got to go. Food. Pick... They have some delicious beer. Really? Sure. Yeah. You guys got to go out to uh, like Glacier and Kalispell, that area. Dude, I know. Yeah. That's the shit. Yeah. I've heard Missoula is really cool. Too. Missoula's very pretty. Yeah. yeah. No, Missoula is very cool. It's a. Uh, it's definitely like a college town, but like as far as like the scenery and stuff, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I love the downtown scene there. Like it's it's a blast. They got a ton of breweries too, and Missoula. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I honestly think I think I heard this. Don't quote me on this, but Montana is like the third state I think with the most breweries per capita. Uh, probably, dude. I I think California and Colorado are the two above mm. us. Yeah, Colorado's, especially Denver. Yeah, they're everywhere. But we're we're they're up there. Everywhere. We're in like at least the top five. Like I'm not, I won't say three, but we're 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 definitely top five for most local breweries per capita, mm-hmm. which is impressive. It is. There's what ten in Billings, at least, and more. I mean, I don't I don't know the number, but. I, Pretty sure there's at least ten, yeah. and and there's always more coming up too. Like mm-hmm. like Diamond would Diamond X still fall under Montana Brewing? Um, no. Or is that their own? That's it's a different brewery. Okay. Yeah. They make totally different beer too. Okay, so yeah, yeah. That, they just popped up recently. They got the Metal Arc one that's coming up over by the zoo. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're always getting new ones, man. I know. Dude, yeah, that's pretty great, man. That's my collection, too. I try and collect brewery shirts. Oh, really? Yeah, every new brewery I go to, I got to get a shirt. So I just have a ton of brewery t See, that's why you should come. To, uh, well, and if you if you got plans tomorrow, that's cool. But 
Oh, the brews and barbecues, man, because because it's just breweries from all over Montana. That's it. And they just set up stands, and and you get a you buy a little glass. Uh huh. So it's like a well, yeah. you you get a glass, and then you you buy tickets, and then you just get to sample. It's just like this this big a glass, and they just fill you up, and then you just try all these different beers. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Like yeah, you pay for the glass, and then you go fill up. Mm-hmm. And then they have a bunch of food trucks out there. So you can eat, and it's it's at the Metra, so it's like all around that pond at the Metra. Oh, okay, yeah, it's that, a fun that time. That's pretty cool. You've been there a couple times. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to they they've done a couple at the like they do the Winter Brew Fest at a uh, at a uh, the pub station, or mm-hmm. they have a couple of years, and it's smaller event just because it's a smaller building, but same mm-hmm. same idea. You just walk around, try all these beers, and. Usually yeah. get a pretty good buzz going. <laughs> yeah, I might. I would almost rather go to that now. What you're saying that? <laughs> it's a fun hmm. thing, man. It's and that they got live music and stuff out there, and yeah. Hopefully the weather's good. But right up my alley. I I think so. uh, that you're the first person I thought of when I was like, because yeah. <laughs> I just know you're a, a brewery guy. Yeah. And you you definitely like all that stuff, but I and I like that stuff too. I was just at Canyon Creek last night. Oh yeah, that's that's another new one, right? Mm, they've what been around that? a while. That's been around. Yeah, I haven't been there. Oh, dude, it's such a cool place. Oh. They got like a nice outdoor patio area, and it's just it's a really nice brewery, and I like a lot of their beers. They have too. a re- restaurant attached to it too. No, it's just, just brewery, just brew. Yeah. Nice. See, and I, you, you know me, like Hooligans is my bar. Yeah, like, that's yeah. my, that's my. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I got him. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, that's that's my my go to for sure. Downtown hooligans and then the crystal. But hooligans is like my food, beer, sports. Yeah, that's yeah, the that's, everything go to. It's the best sports bar. Oh, for, for sure. My God, the TV's there. Oh There's yeah, so many. <laughs> plus it's plus it's an Irish pub, and you know I fit right in on that. Yeah, I love working there because I'm a huge sports head too. Yeah. I love beer and I love sports, and so it's a perfect. It's a great place to work. Yeah, absolutely, man. And, yeah, and I love, I love all the staff and everybody. Everybody's just so oh, yeah. cool and laid back. And I and I like brew pub too. Like brew pub mm-hmm. is, is super cool too. But it's just not the oh, vibe, man. The vibe is the sports. <laughs> yeah, I just it's so great, and they have a sports bet machine, which is dangerous. <laughs> we know and that they, from uh, yeah. experience. I can't really resist doing it at least once a day. <laughs> really? Like $5. Yeah, yeah. I throw five on like a five-game parlay each time, <laughs> every time I go into work. You get some any I, I never win, though. No. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I'm going to have to pull my fight bets back a little bit. I've been, I've been getting a little bold and doing like five fight parlays. I need to maybe drop it to four because mm. it's always like one that throws me off or I don't know. Or I need to bet more on the ones that I'm really sure about. Mm-hmm. Because there's ones that I'm like, this guy's going to win, and then he does. Yeah, but the other ones screw it up. Well, but... it's hard when you, you know, five out of, even if you pick five favorites out of, you know, there's always upsets. You just got to know which ones are going to be the upsets. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah, parlays are brutal. I'd rather. Lose every game on a parlay, then get, one get four out of five. And be like, <laughs> oh, so close. I, I, 
But then again, then it still shows that you're you kind of know what you're doing. Yeah, and it keeps you going too. It's like those football ones are hard as hell when you have to add in the the over under and stuff. Yeah, I, I had a miserable betting season <laughs> with football last year. I had the one. I had that one miserable. that hit. And it was it hit pretty good. I think. Yeah, it, I remember that. Yeah, it hit for like yeah. 180 or something like that. What? What? How many games was that? Four. Four game parlay. Uh huh. And it all came down to Tom Brady and the Bucks. Uh huh. He won it for you. Huh? He did. Yeah. They needed to score a touchdown, that and they son did. Son of a bitch. I know. Hey, I'll if as long as he wins me money, I'm good. I'll take him all day. Uh-huh. <laughs> God damn. So what got you into podcasting? Just honestly listening to him. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I was just like, I could do that. You know, it's, it's just having conversations with people and getting interesting people on here and seeing, seeing all different types of ways people think and what yeah. people do. And I'm just interested in people. Yeah. And I like getting my, you know, uh, a lot of people like to, you know, blog or, or, do Reddit threads and things like that and get their opinions and thoughts out there like that. I'd rather just speak it, you know? Yeah. So I do the solo episodes and kind of just talk about what I want to talk about. And then I do the guest episodes and get to get people's stories out there and stuff. And that's the other thing too, is like, I feel like everybody, I know so many interesting people already. And then it's cool to get to know people. Cause I've had people on here. I've never met before. Really? And you just get to know them, you know? And it's like people should have, more of a voice out there, you know, cause there's way more interesting people in the world than, than a lot of people know, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, why don't you just grab some person off the street, bring them in here? No, I've, I've never done that. <laughs> some street meat. I've had like people recommend people like, Oh, you should get my oh, friend. Okay. So-and-so on. Yeah. Bring just them holler up. at someone. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've you, thought what you got to say. I've thought about it. Like I've met a few people at bars and they're pretty interesting. I'm like, like I never have, but I've always thought like, Hmm, maybe I shouldn't like invite them to the podcast. But then like that kind of comes off weird sometimes. Yeah. But it's like, I've had that thought where it's like, I could do that. (laughs) Or it's people that I know who they are, but I really don't know them. Yeah. Kind of a thing. Like we've, we know each other as acquaintances, and then like I get to know them more, yeah, and learn things about them and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. like you're the first person that's like been a brewer, you know, a guy who brews beer. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's an interesting thing. I'm oh, interested yeah. in that, and like it's cool to learn about. Yeah, I'm still learning too, man. I got, I got most of the basics down. Yeah, but recipe making and all that, I have a long ways to go. Well, I'm sure like measurements, man, because you gotta you gotta figure out how how to get the alcohol percentage right, right? You right. know, so you have to add a certain amount of yeast to a certain yep. amount of sugar and all that. You do, yeah, yeah. Usually, I mean, the better you do at uh, the mashing, getting the sugars out, the higher your alcohol percentage will be. It's just basically how much sugar you have in the tank. And then the yeast will convert it all pretty much right. into alcohol. So some of those e- a little tip for some people, we don't do it, but a lot of those heavy, heavy beers you see, um, they'll actually just add bags of sugar in. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. 
to pump up the alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so not probably not a lot of people know that, but yeah, we don't do it at Montana Brew, but yeah. It's a more natural. Yeah, yeah. Ours are, yeah, they, they range from like five to seven mm-hmm. most of the time, so. Yeah, I remember me and my friend, we, we made wine one mm. time, just like the backyard style wine, you know, with the buckets and all that, so we had the little airlock things yep. where... Yeah, the blow off, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like you had to put the fruit and all that in a in a mesh bag and like Oh kind of Really? Mm-hmm. Just to get the flavors of the of the juice out and then you get the sugars of the juice. Plus you use we used like just straight sugar too. Mm-hmm. But then yeah, you gotta get I it's been a long time and we only did it the one time, but we had it sucked because two of the batches spoiled. Mm. For whatever reason, whatever maybe it's, it's hard, dude. And you got to keep that stuff freaking sanitized. Like you got to make sure your bucket, well, buckets or yeah, your little stills or whatever are very oh. clean, so that no, oh my god, bacteria can grow and stuff like that. Yeah, you wouldn't believe how many sanitation steps we have. You know, just to make sure stuff doesn't get any funk. You know. Yeah. Because if you get one little parasite bacteria that's not supposed to be there and they have a whole vat of sugar to go man it ruins a whole batch man you can man and so you gotta be real careful and uh hasn't happened to me yet or i, I don't think it has yeah knock on the wood here <laughs> um but that's just because you know greg's very meticulous and he does a great job of making sure everything step by step done the same way every time you know because that's half the battle too is consistency yeah you know, if you have your favorite beer and it tastes different every time, that that's not good. So yeah, for sure. You want to produce the same product all the time. You know, that's how. And uh, it's like if anything, you go into McDonald's and you're you you expect it to taste the same, right? No matter where you go. So well, and like that's how we were trained. Like, because I did bartending for a little while too. Yeah. And you're trained to make sure, you know, don't. Try you know measure out your your alcohols and stuff when you're doing margaritas or whatever mixed drink because if you can make five of those they should all taste the same yeah yeah because if somebody's gonna keep ordering it and one's weaker and then one's stronger it's yeah. like that's not right consistency man it's underrated <laughs> well and I worked for a freaking yeah. corporation too so it's like it was much it was definitely more important to make sure that things tasted the same as opposed to like a dive bar, which hooligans is not, but yeah, but just any random dive bar that just like heavy pours and splash of Coke. And it's like, there's your drink, uh-huh. you know, well, that's what you want. <laughs> it is. It is. God, uh, I get so happy when I get a stiff one. I'm like, Oh, well, yeah, you get a, you get more than what you paid for. Whereas yeah. like, if you get a, a weak one, you're like, what the fuck? I, I know. For- yeah. I'm going to have to order like six of these now. Right. Jeez. Need another beer. Well, yeah, we can do it. We can yeah, do it. Pop these off. You got more of these? I brought two more. Okay, yeah. all right. I'll be back. Yeah, I can't remember where I was when I had had this in uh in Denver, but it was it was downtown. Oh. Get a shot going? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Let me see. You got out. I got I got some alcohol. I don't have any. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna take a little, a little break. deviation. Grab some, grab some more alcohol. 
Well, it's only fitting that we do proper 12 since we're talking Irish bar and whatnot. Oh, aye. And I didn't realize I had this much left. I think this is from, I'm pretty sure from when... St. Paddy's? Or? No, from Halloween when I was Conor McGregor. Oh, <laughs> nice. You can see how much I don't drink at home. Yeah. Yeah, we got to do shots on the air. All right. We show them our IDs. Uh... You already said you were 34, so. <laughs> When's your birthday? Good enough. November. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to tell you, too. So my birthday is coming up at the end of the month. Oh, really? And I will... I will very much be celebrating at Hooligans. Hell yeah, buddy. <laughs> I'll be I'll probably bar hop downtown, go to some breweries and stuff like that. Cheers, brother. Alright. I'll buy you a drink. Alright, palms up. <sighs> oh yeah. Huge. Nice and stiff. I usually do those chilled. Cannot take shots like I used to, man. Yeah, me. Well, oh my god, I, I don't think I've ever really been able to take shots. Ooh. If they're like foofooey, I can take them no problem. The fans are seeing our. <laughs> what, if, what if one of us just threw up right now? <laughs> that just would be all over your mic. <laughs> <laughs> that would be uh, definitely a first in, in podcast yeah. in, in, in this podcast yeah. history. It might be a viral moment, though. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, I'll tell you. I'll tell you a real embarrassing story of uh, throwing up with alcohol. All right. This might be one of my most embarrassing moments of my life. I've got a bad one too. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. You can go after this one. So. All right. So I cannot drink Fireball anymore because of this. It literally. The smell of fireball makes me gag. So, I I was like maybe, you know, just like a year into drinking. Like, I, I, ne- I didn't really, because I started late. I started when I was 23 is when I really started mm. drinking. And, of course, that it didn't, it progressed slowly. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't, I wasn't just full in, like, slamming beers all the time. Yeah. And it was probably a year, a year and a half in, you know. So at this point, I'm 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 drinking pretty pretty steadily. I, I I've got my legs under me at this point, but still haven't really like dived into the the uh, liquor aspect mm-hmm. of things, the hard alcohols. Well, we go out. It was me, my girlfriend at the time, a couple of her friends, and they're just feeding me shots of Fireball, and they're like, "We've never seen you drunk. Like we want to see you drunk." And they did. They saw me drunk. I was I was just like, you know, I'm uh-huh. having fun, you know, whatever. Skip to later the night. Come home. Yeah. Uh, me and my girlfriend lay down in bed. And, you know, I'm getting the spins. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, fuck, man. When I, your head just starts going. Yeah. And you're like, and like this is before I even had a not chance. not going to end well. Yeah. Before I even had a chance to get up, I'm laying there and I just go. Bruh! All over myself, all over the bed. Uh-huh. My gr- By the way, I should mention... Uh-oh. I think it's this one. Okay, I think... I think we should be good. See, that's why I like wearing the... It's definitely mine. Oh, yeah. 
Kind of went away. Yep. Yeah, mine's... Sorry about that, folks. Anyway, um, yeah, so this girlfriend of mine, we'd only been seeing each other for maybe a few months. And so I just puked all over the bed and all over myself. And, like, I'm just all drunk and stuff. She's, and she was so cool to, like, help me and uh, clean me up and get all the bedding thrown in the washing machine and shit like that. Oof. And she was all like, do you want me to sleep on the couch? And I was like... No, no, I'll sleep on the couch. I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> and so she slept in the puke bed. Oh. And I slept, so I was like, you sleep in the bed. You're like thinking, nice. Thinking I was doing something nice. And I was like, wait. I woke up the next day. I was like, she didn't want to sleep on the couch as like a punishment. She wanted to sleep on the couch as a reward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. She just let you. Yeah, that was that was pretty rough. So what what's yours? Damn. Yeah, that's bad. Right in bed when you're oh, late. Ooh. It was not ooh. not cool. Um, yeah, so it was in Philly. Mine was in Philly. I think it was one of the first times I like drank really hard with my bartender coworkers that I had out there and so we all went to McSorley's was the bar that we'd go to in Philly in Haverford. Um uh, it was a great bar. We were just taking shots. Long Island, I drank two Long Islands that night. Must have taken a few other shots. And that's uh, ooh, what got me was one of those like nine percent beers we we're talking about earlier, mm. and it's called Golden Monkey. Um, it's by Victory Brewing out there, and it is delicious. But potent. Two. You really only need two to get you drunk. Really. And, yeah, there's something about it. It's really weird, and it gives you some of the worst hangovers ever, too. Just this nasty, nasty, long hangover. Every time I've gotten drunk on that, for some reason. Yeah. Some some alcohols do that. I don't know what it is. But so I had, like, two or three of those, maybe a shot, and then a couple Long Islands, you know. And usually, I'm not too, too bad with that, you know. But those those Golden Monkeys pushed it over that night. So I at least I didn't drive home. I got into a Uber and uh, I was just wasted in the back. I trying to punch it into my phone, my address, and trying to communicate, but I passed out. Oh no! I passed out in the cab or the, the Uber on the way home, and then I wake up when he's like, "You're here! You're here! Get out!" I'm like, "Oh, oh, oh okay." Yeah, so I stumble out in West Philly. It was kind of a rough spot too, like. And that's not where you. No, no, no. I thought I was home, and I was pretty new to Philly at the time too. So I was, you know, I had my phone out. I was like, looking around. Oh, this doesn't look familiar. Like, what? And uh, then I just like walked probably twenty feet, and just. Throw up straight onto the car concrete there, right on the sidewalk. And luckily, no one saw me. Like, if cops were there, they'd give you a ticket. Oh, you for know, sure. If you're puking and intoxicated in public, you get a ticket. Right. Easy. And so I threw up right there, and then I just kept going, kept going home. And I somehow found my way back. And I felt like such an ass the next day because my. My uh, wife's mom was in town. Oh, no. 
And she had gotten in that evening, and I decided to go out drinking and then come home. And I wasn't going to come home super late, but I did. I got home at like 3 in the morning, stumbling in the door. And after my first step, like inside my apartment, I paint the fucking walls with my puke, dude. Wake them up in this tiny apartment. And yeah, I never heard the end of it, man. I That's still one of my low moments. <laughs> With my lady. Definitely not impressing the in-laws. Uh, oh, yeah. My mother-in-law. Oh, she loves me, but, you know. Just not... not. Holy cow. I was in trouble for weeks. I was in the doghouse for weeks, dude. Yeah. But, yeah. That's my worst puking that's story. That's probably... Yeah. That, that's that's hard to talk. And I, I, I easily could have got mugged or... I, don't, I was a bad part of Philly. There, there are nice parts of Philly, but there are bad parts. Yeah. Uh, so and I, somehow I walked home through the bad part of Philly. It took me like twenty minutes to walk home. They definitely didn't drop me off at my house. But it wasn't like so far that no, I I was able to piece things together and find my way back. Oh, but... that's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, and I was all by myself. No one else was out. That it was like two thirty in the morning. So I don't think I can. When the sketch balls are out, so I I was lucky. God, I don't think I've but, ever had any anything like that where I didn't know where I was or how I was going to get home. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's... And then on top of that, I just humiliate myself the first step in the door. And I, I tried to clean it up, but my wife had to end up cleaning it up because I was so drunk. Yeah, right? She was so pissed, dude. <laughs> Not only did I wake her up at 3 in the morning... She, embarrass she had, her in front of her mom she had to clean that shit up she had to clean her mess and i'm so sorry but yeah yeah hey uh, that was a bad one we all have them we all have them. yeah i got one more for you it's not that bad uh, but it's still i think it's funny mm-hmm. so i'm i'm in denver with my cousin who lives down there yeah and we go out for a night of drinking it's just me and him like i went down with a group of friends we were actually going to an avalanche game uh-huh. And uh, so, but I, I took the night to hang out with my cousin. He takes me around Colfax area, bar hopping, and to a lot of the the divey bars. But again, this was at a point in my life where I just was not a shot taker. But he's insisting we take these shots. You know, every bar we're taking shots, and like I'm drinking. I don't even know what I was drinking at that time. I think I was just drinking whatever. Actually. I think I was into like, uh, like the apple beers, like uh, Angry Orchard and stuff mm. like that. So, so ciders. I'm, yeah, so I'm drinking cider beers mixed with shots, and then like at one that? point, that's called a snake bite, right? I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah something like that. Yeah. And at one anyway. point, we're uh, we're at this place, and I'm just like, man, I'm so hungry. Like, food just sounds so good right now. And there's a pizza place attached so i run over i grab the biggest slice of pizza i'm mowing this pizza it's so good we end up stumbling our way back to his place and uh throw on a movie on tv i lay down on the couch he he goes to bed again just the room is spinning oh yeah and i'm like that's uh, that's the point where I, you should know by now yeah yeah you're gonna blow <laughs> right well and that's just but it. you always fight it and, but I did. I knew. So I got up. I I went. I threw up in the toilet, 
but like I knew I had made like I missed a decent amount, and so uh-huh. I'm I'm like stumbly trying to like clean it up, and and I thought I did a great job, you know, I thought I I, I cleaned up well enough. The next day, I wake up, I hear the shower going. So he's in the shower. <laughs> what the fuck? That's exactly what happened. <laughs> so I'm laying, but he's in the shower. So I'm thinking, okay, he made it in. Clearly, I I cleaned everything up well enough that he didn't notice anything, right? So I'm just laying there. I'm like, okay, okay. And I'm like kind of just chilling. I hear the shower go off. The curtain open. Steps out. And then I hear, what the fuck? Oh, fuck, man. And I'm just, <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like, ugh. Oh God, uh. he he still he he doesn't let me live that one down still to this day. <laughs> but honestly, like before that, I uh, like I guess in the last few years, I can't think of a time I've gotten so drunk that I puked. Like really? I'm pretty good at at handling myself at that point. I almost did at this wedding that I was just mm. at. My dude, I was stupid drunk. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you just had a wedding recently yeah we were doing keg stands and all Ooh, this shit i haven't done that in forever that's that, that was fun. the first time i ever did one really that... i've never i never went to big parties like that oh in high school we used to do that man yeah man yeah that's so, a high school act it is it is <laughs> so we were doing keg stands and stuff and so i'm like belligerently drunk at this point and they're like passing around this bottle of pendleton and i just grab that bottle and i go <laughs> which you saw how i handled that one shot I just like I take three glugs. You want to do another one? Yeah. <laughs> well, here. Anyway, let me yeah, just finish yeah, yeah. it. I do three. I do three chugs of uh, of this Pendleton, and it uh, Im- <laughs> immediately have like the gag reflex, and I run over to the side of the the building, and I'm ready to throw up yeah. right off the side of the of the deck. And fortunately, oh, you're good. Um, I I was able to hold it back, but yeah, that was that's the closest I've come recently. I threw up real bad outside of uh, shooters one night, like like a waterfall. Shooters. Yeah. I, I, that bar is fun though. It's fun, but it's rowdy. That's wherever. Yeah, you can throw it up. Now there. you're now you're sponsored. Yeah. Come on, Connor. I was <laughs> you for Halloween. I sponsor your alcohol. Sponsored. I need to get you on the show. <laughs> we have a lot of potential sponsors on the table. We got freaking Albertson's water. <laughs> <laughs> Smile. Yeah. Jokers and practical jokers. Nuggets. Jokic. Get yeah, baby. Sponsor this podcast. I know you got a big fat check. Oh, dude. Yeah, we have to talk about that still, too. Yeah, yeah. But, but first, let's. We're still on puke talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we'll have another story here in just a second. Cheers to to Denver sports. Yeah, and to the and, and to puke the, stories. Yeah, and to the future of puking. <laughs> Maybe one tonight. Yeah. Second one's a little easier. Oh, Maybe not. Are you just fucking with me? Settle down. <laughs> I don't know if we're doing any more. <laughs> you need some water? Well, there's water right there. No, I'm good. 
Yeah, I think that was our last one. I don't. No, that's it. I don't want you to. Absolutely, that's I would it. not want that for you on this. No. <laughs> Puke stories. Yeah, then that, you, you got a new one there. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a. That'd, that'd be a good puke story, but it ain't gonna happen. I puked on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, almost did. I, that, that that happens a lot because I keep it in my mouth too long. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, and then I usually catch it right here, and I'm like... Mm-mm-mm-mm. See, with whiskey... You're going back down. Mm-mm-mm-mm. With whiskey, my problem is it just... It's that coat, that coating feeling. It, like, chokes you a little bit. Yeah. I don't like that. That's good, though. <laughs> yeah. Good. So, nuggets, man. Yeah. Have you been paying attention at all to, like, the free agency and stuff like that? Yeah, Christian Braun. I think... I think we'll like that pick. You like that one? Yeah. How do you like? I like it because he brings fire. Okay. Yeah. I, I like that pick mostly because he's cocky. Nuggets need a little cockiness, honestly. I agree. A little need attitude. A little attitude adjustment, you know? Some Kobe killer mentality. Did you? Uh... Uh, I like that pick. I don't know about the other guy who averaged like three points a game. Yeah. What what was his name? Ah, uh, Anthony. Something. His last name Anthony. No, Fuck. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Let but me... yeah, I, everyone was questioning that pick. But yeah, who that's know, who that, knows. Maybe you know? they liked his defensive skills. I didn't. Okay, there's so much to. I talk. don't love their trades too much. I was gonna ask you, D, Barton and uh, Morris. What did you think I, of that? I'll miss Morris. Me too. We talked about Bar- Barton. I, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, we had talked about that. Bar- Barton was. We time appreciate to go. him. He's he he didn't have an impact last year. The last two years, really, injured yeah. a lot, very inconsistent. And the thing is, and and I understand why they had to do Morris and Barton. Barton, I got for sure. Yeah. I understand why they had to package Morris too. They're just cap casualties. Like they had to resign Jokic. Yeah, I I like cap casualties. I do like um, capped. Yeah, I do like um, Cadavius Paul Caldwell Pope coming to the team. He's a good three point shooter and he's a good defender. I don't like him. He was a Laker one time. He was. He won the championship with them, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But but he's a good defender. He he adds some some defense to us. Um, the the thing he'll is, he'll come on. Do you think he'll start? Mm-hmm. He'll he'll be the the two. Okay. I think he'll be the two. That's that's okay. But they need that. They need a, a defensive I think guard. I think he is the best out of the players that were involved, for sure. Oh, yeah. And then, I Probably. mean, they, def- they definitely won that trade, for sure, if you ask me. Who, Nuggets? The Wizards. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Wizards. Have, and and they, might be, they might be a team to watch because they, they brought back Bradley Beal. I think they got somebody else that was pretty decent, too, if I'm not mistaken. I... I not recollecting too well, but who else did the Nuggets get in that deal? It was it was CP and and uh, oh, it was the Ish Smith. Uh, yes, Smith. Yep. And I don't really know anything about him. Uh, he's kind of washed. We brought back Devon Reed. We brought back oh. Kankara. Vlat Conchar. Yeah, yeah. Chanchar. They call him Chanchar. <laughs> yeah, we brought him back. There's no H in his name, but we brought back. Um, Oh no! And see, I was bummed about this one. We went and got 
DeAndre Jordan. Oh, no, 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 dude. Okay, they had a bad offseason now. Yeah, yeah. I don't I do not like DJ. That was a dumb pick. Why wouldn't Holy you resign Cousins? Boogie. Yeah. Boogie Cousins. He, he want he wants to be he wants more money, I think. I'm sure, but I don't like it the seems Jordan. seems to be in his nature. He kind of just goes to the money, you know. Well, and and here's hoping that DeAndre Jordan has like a bounce back season like Cousins did this with us, like I he's never going to be a point scorer. He's just he's just there to be a body to defend and rebound. Like that's yeah, that's all that's all he's been. Mm-hmm. He's just a rebound monster, but I've never liked that guy. I don't think he's going to be that much anymore. But but from what I've seen of the uh, depth chart, they're going to have Zeke Najee be the the backup uh to Jokic. That dude better pr- start uh inserting himself. He needs committing to committing himself. I mean, he was their first pick last year or the year before. Two years ago. He was like their, not the number one overall pick, but he was their first rounder. And then Bones. We still got Bones. Bones, dude. He's the future. He's going to be the backup point guard. There's a lot of pieces I like, and there's some. Yeah, it's questionable, man. I, I don't know. And then how... there's just some pieces. They're really bank. What they're doing pieces is I like. they're banking on the fact. They're banking on the on the hope that Murray and Porter are going to remain healthy. That's what they're doing. They're, they're just banking on the idea that those two are going to play all season and be yeah. very productive. Not only do they have to stay healthy, they both have to be very productive, and that's the only way they're going to pull it off. As much as I hate to say it, Nuggets should have really tried to get Durant. They should have. They should have packaged a deal with... I, I mean, I hate... I don't like the guy. I do not like Durant. But they would have wa- they would have been very competitive. He's a big diva in my opinion. Man. He is. Divaville. In fact, the whole Nets team I almost despise. Kyrie Irving, go get a fucking vaccine, dude. <laughs> Join the team. Yeah. Clown. Well now and now he's basically out I mean, too. Even he- if you don't believe in vaccines, just do it to play on your team. You're getting paid all this money. Don't be a clown. Yeah, and now it sounds he like... He pisses me off. Ben Simmons, don't get me started on him. Yeah. Uh, I'm not even going to start. <laughs> Biggest joke in the whole league. Yeah. And then and then KD on top of that? Like a clown car there, man. Yeah, well... Sorry, and did, but... Did you see what Shannon Sharp had to say about Kevin Durant? What? About all this with him like demanding a trade and all this stuff now, oh, he's man. and Durant. He, I mean, not not Durant. Sorry, uh, LeBron started all this shit. He did, he did. It's all LeBron's fault. And it's, all, I want to play on this team. I want to play on this team. Bring him here. The players have all the power. And players stuff. have all the power, but that's and you know what? I will terrible say terrible for NBA parody. It's terrible for fandom. I love that our team. The Nuggets. Nobody seems to be that way. Like no. Jokic, Jokic. You don't want a culture like that. Man. He he signed that extension. I mean, who wouldn't with the money we gave him? But it's the richest contract in NBA history. But still, he 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 was like he took the money to stay with us when anybody else would have paid him that money too, rather than go anywhere yeah. else. Like you, I'm sure the Lakers or or the Knicks or somebody like that would have shelled out that money for him. He didn't want to. He wanted to stay where he's building a culture. And 
and uh freaking Durant. Oh no, this is why I was gonna say Shannon Sharp on that whatever show they ha- he has with Skip Gate Skip Bayless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes. He said Durant is a track star because he runs from every challenge that comes <laughs> his way. If there and 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 he made a good point. He said the the two teams that Durant said he would be most interested in joining were the Heat and the Suns, both the number one teams in their respective conferences. Mm-hmm. Like, so the only teams he wants to go to are like the 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 obvious winners, the obvious like front runners. That's such. BS. It's just like LeBron. He's just following LeBron's lead too, though. Yeah. Well, and that, like first thing he did was was when he when he was like, "No, I'm just gonna dip out on on OKC." Went to the number one team. I thought that was the biggest cop out to winning a, a championship I've ever seen. Was to go yeah. to the the Warriors because they were already a championship team, uh-huh. and then adding him was just like guaranteeing championships. Yeah. So Durant is a diva, and yes, he. Coming to us, he would be a huge, a huge compliment with Jokic. Yeah, but I'd rather do it. But the culture would die, and he wouldn't be happy in Denver. No, he would never come to Denver. We could give him all the money in the world; he wouldn't come to he us. Wouldn't, he wouldn't be happy in Denver. Mm-mm. I know he wouldn't. I would rather win. Everyone wants to go to Miami or California or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather win with the guys we've drafted, the guys we've built our culture around. And most of the guys we have on our team are like that. Who's this Gillespie guy? Or Gile- oh, yeah. Colin Gillespie. Yeah. I have no idea. I don't know who he they is. They keep talking about him like he's a, a big deal. but I think he had a pretty good uh, summer league game. Was um, he? Ve- that's what was going on in Vegas when we were there, too. Oh, My friend Justin, who I did that podcast with. Oh, yeah. Who is the, the uh, Justin Norwood. What's up, buddy? Um, who is the Packers, Braves, and okay Magic fan? Yeah, he went to one of those games out there, um, when we're in Vegas, and I wish I'd gone too. That would have been pretty cool to go to one of those. I want to go to a fight in Vegas. See too. like the brand new rooks that are coming into the league. Yeah, and, and then there's a lot of their teammates around them, and then you're close to this the field too, and yeah. Would have been pretty cool. It'll, yeah. I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty torn as to what I feel about our off season. I mean, I, I just, and then I, I'm, I'm really bummed. Tim Connolly's gone. Yeah, I mean, they kept like progressing under him. Yeah, I. This just is a not making the leap, but inching forward. This is just a. An he's off season shoot, that I'm shooting blindly right now. Well, like I said, they're basically just filling gaps uh, where because because Jokic, Murray, and Porter are are the biggest cap hits. Like they they garner big money, and two of those three didn't even play hardly last year. So mm. they're banking on the fact that both those guys are going to be healthy, ready to go, and not only that, that they're going to be productive. And yeah. so we'll see how that goes. Like that that's that's the only thing that they're banking all this on. Because uh, yeah. I mean, if Braun just comes out of nowhere and is just like a great backup with bones, okay. The I think this is probably the worst depth we've had in the last three years. But I hope they prove me wrong. Yeah. They very easily could. I'm hey, 
Here's a positive. Austin Rivers, see ya later. <laughs> you hated him. I huh? hated him. Oh, with all, really? And I, I yeah. where, did he, where did he go? He went to, I think, I don't Detroit. Know. I didn't even know. Honestly. He went wherever he went. I said, sorry, guys. Yeah. Later. Adios. See you next Tuesday, motherfucker. I like that motion. <laughs> yeah. So that's a big positive. Um, I was I was kind of bummed to see uh, Bryn Forbes leave. I know he was not very productive in the. <sighs> see you later, dude. Really? See, I thought I know. See I... you later. Mm, I I thought he had potential, but I think they did it because they had Braun coming in. So I think Braun will be the backup. In that, in the second, the mm-hmm. two spot. I keep thinking you meet LeBron when you say oh, LeBron. I'm yeah, like, yeah, wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. All right, all right. And then, yeah. Oh, we still have Jeff Green. I think Christian Braun will probably be starting at some point this year. As the two guard. Yeah. Mm. If if he proves himself, see, I think they would. I think I, they I, would. I don't think it'll take long. I think it'll take twenty, thirty games. Hmm. I mean, if that's the case, then it just shows that he's progressing. So yeah, that would be good. He, he he's coming well, from a championship I mean, mentality team. Yeah, Bones deserves to start too. See, but he's For, a point guard, isn't he? So he would yeah, no, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a guard, but I don't know if he's point. Well, he played backup point. Yeah, while Murray was out, because because Morris played the starting point. Mm. And I think that was I think that was where they were like we're yeah, okay. Yeah, we can we can put bones in and move on from Morris. Yeah. You can pull that a little closer. But I think that's where they were like we can move on from Morris because Bones proved he could be a backup point guard. Yeah, and he's good, man. And he put on some muscle, dude. Like he's he's ready to to body guys right? up. Right? Yeah, he you put see, on some. Have weight. you seen his Instagram? <laughs> He yeah. put he put on some weight, so he yeah. he's ready to throw around a little bit. It'll be interesting to see. And then the the Avalanche, they've retained quite a bit of their guys too, so mm. they could very easily be in contention to to oh yeah go back to back. Who who's the new keeper that they got? I don't I don't know. He's from uh, the the Rangers. He was the Rangers no. backup. Oh, he's a, I thought he was from a Canadian team. The, like the was Maple, it Montreal Maple Leafs or something? I thought it was the Rangers, um, but his name is probably definitely something that's very hard to pronounce. Yeah. But ooh, what was this? I just got an alert about Russell Westbrook. Google is your friend. <laughs> uh, goalie for the Colorado Avalanche. There you go. So it his well, we still have pa- Pavel Franco, who's a good yeah, and they the, he might even be the starter. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Alexander. Georgiev or Georgiev? Uh huh. He no, is a Broncos no fan. I know that. Oh. But he came from the Rangers. Yeah, he was the Rangers backup. So really? they must. Okay. And honestly, I don't know where I saw Maple Leafs. I'm okay with that because nothing against Darcy Kemper, but he is not like a top tier goalie. I don't know if this guy is, but he can't be any better or any worse than Darcy Kemper. Like. Kemp? No, it's true. They didn't win the championship because of Kemper. No. They won no. it because of those defenders and and yes. they retained most of those defenders. They let I think the only the big casualties they lost right now were Burakovsky and 
There was one other one. I don't remember. Uh, uh, oh, uh, Kemper. Kemper, yeah. Uh, and and Kadri is still out there. He's still waiting. I don't, I don't see him going back. I don't either, but... He seems like a money chaser to but me. But he hasn't signed anywhere yet. I'm sorry, but I get the sense that he's a money chaser, kind of like a boogie cousin. Well, I think he's going to capitalize on... He's 32. I think he's going to capitalize on the fact that he had a couple he of really a good years. Sorry about that. Our audio cut out, but we only missed about a minute's worth of audio. We were talking about Kadri. Um, basically, we just said that if he go, goes and gets his bag, we get it. It yeah. makes sense. But it would be cool if he came back. And if he does come back, I think it gives us a better shot at uh, retaining that title. For sure. But we brought back yeah. a lot of core guys like Nachuskin and Lekkonen and Helm, Manson, guys like that. I think we have a good shot of, of we're going to be competitive next year for sure. Oh, yeah. I think they'll win again. I do, too. They're definitely the front runners. And I'm just so stoked that they got it. They deserve it so much. And they, they do. They, they've been all in for a few years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good to see that. Denver sports is thriving, my guy. Yeah, thanks to Cronky uh, Sports and Entertainment. See, and that was the other thing. I thought maybe they were going to really go deep for the Nuggets in free agency. Yeah, what what the hell's going on with the Nuggets? Come on. Because I just assumed they were going to go go hard because they wanted to get... Get every single championship they could. Right. Right. And they really didn't dig deep. Well, don't get me wrong. They, they paid Jokic everything he needed to not, stay. Not a lot of people know this, but the Colorado Mammoth won the lacrosse league. Yep. Which is owned by Kronk. <laughs> yep. Kronk-a-donk. And he won the... Now, and technically, they kind of have part ownership in the Broncos now, too, because... They're married into the Walton family somehow. Like one of his daughters or sons is married to one of the Waltons. Yeah, it's America's royalty. It is. They're they're sports. Uh, yeah. They're a sports dynasty, or what would you call it? Like a an oligarchy. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the royal family in Britain, but Cronkies and Waltons and, and just sports. No, who are some of the rich names out there? I don't know. But yeah, so that was <laughs> so. Hopefully, hopefully all of those come back around, man. Denver sports is rich right now with with some good stuff. Nuggets, we got the two time back to back MVP. We got Russ coming into town, except for the fucking Rockies, dude. Yep, the only black eye on Denver sports. <sighs> that was my number one team growing up. Really? Oh yeah, going to Rocky games with the family. We'd get the purple seats in the stadium, the mile high seats. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, and you'd be way up, but they were pretty affordable. And, and it's still cool just to be there. And my mom had got like season tickets from her work, and then we'd go there and watch the games, and it was so fun. Then there were Blake Street Bombers, Bichette, Galarraga, Walker. It was a good time back then, but they're pitiful. The yeah. ownership. We need a change in ownership. Absolutely. Extremely bad. They don't give a crap about winning. That people will go to the stadium and they'll get their money and they're like, well, we don't need to spend on players. We don't care about winning really. That Arenado thing. Oh. That's gonna that's gonna leave a bad taste in my mouth for a very, very long time. 
And my favorite player on the Rockies was Trevor Story. Me and they, too. And they shipped him off to my least favorite team in the in baseball. The Sox. Oh, yeah. Like I said earlier, fuck Boston and fuck California teams, man. <laughs> sons of bitches. They I agree beat with the, you. Beat the Rockies in the World Series, swept them. Oh, I know. And I do remember watching oh. that. That was rough. And that was a good oh. that was a good Rockies team, too. Yeah. Too bad Todd Helton didn't get one. I know, man. He's he's a But he was on the Rockies. So he's a Rockies sense. legend. It makes sense why they didn't get one. Sorry, I, I'm shitting on him, but Hey, I I, I feel I the had same to way. insert this in this podcast. I feel the same. Because I hate the ownership of the Rockies. Sports hate. This is calling for action. I love the Rockies, but have someone else take the reins, man. I agree. Help us win for once, or have a some competitive edge. Oh yeah, or or be the worst in the league and get some good draft picks or whatever. I know it doesn't really work like that in baseball as much, but right. At least do something. Other than being fifth worst in the league every year, yeah, it's it's frustrating to say the least. Yeah, sorry. No worries, brother. Well, let's Rant. wrap this bad boy yeah. up, huh? All right, all right. So I told you, I, I like to end all my episodes with a positive or motivational message from my guests. <laughs> oh, Did you come up with something? I didn't. It's gonna be on the spot. All I right, guess. those are the best um, ones. Uh, yeah. Take a look around you and smile and appreciate all the wonderful people in your life every day. You know, your day-to-day people you work with, you know, the people in your community, but especially your family, your wife, kids, you know, just appreciate the people in your lives because that's where the true richness comes from. And I just want to say that I'm the most blessed person because I have such a great group around me, and I just love them all. That's all. <laughs> I love that, man. You yeah. know, I mean, that's that's what I'm most grateful and fortunate to have in my life. I'm not rich. I don't have great monetary funds or anything. I got a great group of people around me, man. Money means nothing, man. It's all about, it's all about like you said, the people around you, the, the, the events you you make in your life the memories you make that's that's all it is like my possessions go away and my new boy man are my new pal absolutely brother i'm grateful for this guy hey i'm grateful for you, you know, as well coming here to montana no friends got a good one here man hey same to you brother thank you so much for coming on the show i really appreciate it yeah. i'm glad you came on and we'll have to do it again for sure hell yeah dude We'll talk. I'll talk sports all day, all night. I I can talk sports all day, all night. I know your show is not just about sports, but yeah, I get a lot of sports people on though. Sports are fun. All right, and to everybody out there, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for watching. Make sure to like, share, subscribe, all that bullshit. But most importantly, don't forget, life's a garden. Dig it. You gotta, you gotta keep on.